Okay. Welcome to episode four. Hi, Susie. <laughs> Welcome to episode four. Like we are uh, of Boss Talks. And the reason why Michael Moskos and I do this is because we want you to be the boss of your life. And, you know, we can't physically coach everyone, uh, although we wish we could. Uh, we, but we do uh, want to share our knowledge and help you be the boss of your life, you know, because like, we're, That's we're all, exactly what we want to do. We're all on the journey. So we've actually gone a little bit weird. We've like, we, we've <laughs> weird. We're always weird, but guys, we've gone live. So um, I'm hoping this is all working because like I'm, I've got diffuse focus at the moment. You've got diffuse focus. I, yeah, I, I'm, it's not good for men apparently. So oh, I definitely don't even have that. So listen, today's about sales. Uh, it's like honestly, the the it's the cornerstone of like of any business. Like you can't physically win at business if you and, and get what you want and get the income and the dream life if you don't uh, embrace sales. Like honestly, so uh, like you're a gun. You've been in sales for how many years now? Oh well, uh, business aside, I did two years in just a pure sales job working just sales. So how many people Getting did you numbers. talk to in that two years, do you reckon? Oh, oh bro, um, look, the, the numbers were 20 pitches a day. So like 20 full sales pitches. And in that day, you'd like some days you'd say, say hello to a thousand people. Like you'd say hello to a thousand people and get rejected by a thousand people. That's not an exaggerated number. That is real. So if you times like 20 by 300, that's like 600, you know, sales conversations that year. Um, yeah. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. So like um, we see as coaches, like one of the, like, I don't know about you. Uh, we've had discussions earlier on, like, do you, like whether you're in network marketing, whether you're a coach, whether you're the owner of an IGA store, no matter what you're doing, sales is important. Like, and it's really why they put it at the top of the, uh, you know, your accounting statements, you know, like sales, like, you know, you can't save your way to a million dollars. You need to, you need to trade your way there. So um, like we see a lot of people that start out in the entrepreneurial game and uh, I, I've helped a lot of people overcome this, yeah. um, but they're frightened of sales. Like they don't want to do sales and, and I don't know if there's a story in their head that they think that they can, they can somehow get the success they want and not do sales. Like, like what do you say to that? Well, they're not seeing the bigger picture. That's what they're not seeing. If you actually knew the benefit of sales and you're 100% right, you can't save your way to a million dollars. If you actually knew that everything that you want is on the other side of learning how to master sales, and to be actually able to ask people for money and get their money for exchange for value, obviously. Uh, and if you knew that that would actually allow you to create the life that you dream of, well, I don't think you would be fearful of it. I think people are looking uh, just too um, narrow focused on what they want in the moment or feel like in the moment. Like in the moment, I don't feel like making a sales. Like that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not like, that's not a feel good activity. Like I'd much rather go for a swim down the beach or go surfing than get on the phone and ask someone for business or a deal. But be, like, if I were just to be in the moment acting on emotion, the emotions that would come up would be like nervousness or fear or worry about being rejected or 
all of that human stuff, which is natural. I don't know. Like, I don't know. You surely feel that some of that, but it's my personal opinion. It's my ability to actually see the bigger picture and to say, well, what do I actually want? What do I need to create that in five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years time? Does money play a part in it? Okay. You probably, <laughs> no matter who it is. So how am I going to get that? Yeah. Unless you're Bush Tucker, man, and you're going to go live off seeds in the bush. Yeah. You get, you're going to need it. Yeah. You're going to need money. Money is currently what, how we do commerce. Like, um, you, we're not, we're not trading spices anymore. If it was, you know, like, <laughs> like all, all jokes aside, like who knows one day money might fall over and then we'll be trading food or we'll be trading something else. But currently in this space in time, You've got to like, yeah, you've got to, you've got to, um, you've got to make money. I literally sat down. At, it wasn't actually that long ago. It was after I left my sales job, but um, while I was in my business and I just really want to help people and create a masterpiece life that I enjoy living, that I'm happy with. Um, and I literally sat down and I'm like, how am I going to do it? And I hated money so much. I had so much negative charge on money. I just... I was like, is there a way that I can do it without money? Can I help change the world? Can I impact the world? Can I get all the things I want without money? And I really tried. I really tried to figure it out, bro. That's how much negative charge I had and how much I hated money. And I realized that, why this isn't money's fault. Yeah. This has got nothing to do with money. It's just a plastic sheet of paper. It's not even paper. It's just a plastic sheet. So... What yeah. are all these feelings and emotions around it? And why do I feel it's a big deal to take it from somebody if they want to give it to me, yeah. if I can help them? Yeah. And, and, like, and, and yeah, that's... Would you be upset wow. if um, someone wanted to pay you in uh, like sticker notes? You wouldn't have the same charge, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, they, like postage stamps or something. Like, yeah. like there's no, <laughs> you know, just pieces of paper. Like it is, that's all it is. Like the charge on it is, is just that. So like... Um, like, so why do you think people have such a negative, uh, power around sales? Like what, what, what is it that you think, uh, oh, happens? Yeah. Well, so what's in their mind? Well, they don't uh, deep down on some level is that I don't believe that they are worth the money. And yeah, yeah that's what I believe. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like we, we, we're talking, we're going to do another podcast, uh, on another day called dropping in. And I feel like I'm going to drop in a bit here, you know, like if you believe in your product, and you believe in, in what you're, the service you're getting and you believe that the value you're going to give the person or, or the client or something is going to far outweigh uh, the money you're charging then, and, and you're still not doing sales, well, then you don't believe in yourself. And you need to, that, that's where you need to start. Like you need to work on what's between your shoulders and, and, and learn, learn what you've got to learn, find the truth, find someone that you know, believes in you, enough to, to show you the way or find someone else that's selling your product that believes in it so much and, and, and piggyback off their belief or something. But honest to goodness, like if you fully believe in your product and you believe in it so much, you'll actually find that the objections you get in sales calls melt away. Like objections in sales calls often come from bruises on your own brain. So you either believe it's too much. So you project that onto them and then that, that's their excuse. And then, because you don't know the answer to that, well, then you can't like work around it. 
So yeah, you've what, got a level that you believe you're worth, and it, then if you ask for something that's more than that, you'll find a way to sabotage it, like unconsciously or consciously during the sales call, and you start like doing things to talk the buyer out of it without even really realizing it. Mm. And they sense it and they feel it, it's an energy and all you're saying is, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't really want this. And then consciously you're like, but I should. I should take this. I should do this call. I should. So, you, you know, for me, it was actually doing the inner work and saying, well, what is all this? What is, all, what is the actual limiting belief that's putting up this big wall around it? As soon as I took that wall wall away and said, you know, I'm actually okay with it coming in any form in any way. Um, I deserve it. I'm going to use, use it for good. And I'm a good person. So like I start, people start hitting me up and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. This is crazy. So sales is service. Oh yeah. That's a yeah. prerequisite. To, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sales is service. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So the second I real, so my goal when I'm, when I'm on a sales call, I don't even make it. It doesn't feel like a sales call anymore. I don't have a different vibration. I don't have a different energy coming out. It's the same as if I was having a coffee with you. In fact, I can like I, I sell over coffee uh, because he does. <laughs> and and like if I get a no, well then I can just keep going with the coffee. And it, it, there's no difference in there's no change in the feeling. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They're like, oh, it's time for the pitch. Or it's time for the sales. I've done all this report at this level. Now I've got to do sales, and I'm going to be down here and. People can feel that. People can feel that. So, um, you know, I, I believe in my products so much that in my mind, if people don't want it, I just see that they just want more pain. That's the choice they've got. They can come with me and if they don't, they're crazy because the value that I'm going to provide, whether it's uh, my health and wellness product or it's my coaching, like is going to like 10 times exceed what I'm charging them at least. And if they don't see that, and I've educated them to the level that I believe that I've done my best and they still say no and they give me a hard no and it's not just an excuse. Hey, it's just not for them. Cool, I'm not their guy and I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I don't have any attachment to the sale. Like if they don't want what I'm... I'm not saying they don't want to be more healthy. I don't say they don't want more money, but they just don't want what I'm selling. Yes. And I'm good with that. And that's cool. I'm freaking good that's with that. That's totally cool. And we had this conversation just the other day. It's exactly right. You just you just know so there's a part of you that doesn't need the sale at all like you well all of you doesn't need the sale we don't need the sale but there's a part of you that wants wants the sale okay you want the sale no you do you want the sale because you want to change their life yeah because you want to change their life because you actually care you know you've got something that can help them and if they jumped on board everything would change for them but then there's another part that is zero attachment and it's like whatever will be will be and if they get me what i'm saying if they understand me then well so be it that's awesome because this is going to be an amazing relationship and i'm and it's going to be incredible and they're going to be able to create something amazing from this whether it's health or business or relationships or whatever else but if they're not a good fit then that's cool as well yeah like that's more than cool like that's really good and i'm going to go into that sales call and find out so we can definitely know if it's a good fit or if it's not a good fit. Yeah. Well, Which one is it? Let's find out. Let's have a conclusive answer at the end. Are they, is it a good fit? Cool. We can tick that box. Then after that, are you going to step up and, to, and be willing to take new action? Yeah. Yes or no? If it's a yes, 
then awesome, you're in. If it's a no, then all right, cool. We've found out that the reason why you're not going anywhere is because you're not taking new action. So at least you know and they've got awareness. Yeah. You've already served them by that because yeah. they probably weren't aware of that. So, yep. yeah, so that's, that's, that's amazing. So, yeah, you're just finding out like, if, like they've got a problem mm-hmm. and do they want help with it? Essentially. And, and, and if you identify the problem uh, or the need and they do want help with that, you make an offer mm-hmm. to, you know, you have a proposition and then the rest is up to them. And, you know, like in a sales call, um, I just believe it's point for point. I'm very big for point for point, you know, so and he's that fair. Like, um, you know, like I don't want to bring uh, like 200% of the table because you want to only bring zero. Like I can't, I can't get on the treadmill and, and lose the kilos for you, no matter how great at coaching I am. So yeah, it's important to it's important to know that. So that is really important, to know, bro. It is super important. I like I would make all the sales calls, I would do all the marketing for my clients, but the fact of the matter is is I can't. Yeah. I just can't. Like it wouldn't work. Otherwise I would do it. So they've gotta be willing to do that. Yeah. Yes or no. It's amazing. And it has to be point for point. Yeah. Just like the exchange of energy. It has to be. It has to be. You can't, if, if someone's bringing zero energy to the table, you can't meet them with 100 points of energy. It, like, I've tried. I think we've all yeah, tried. Yeah, I have definitely tried. It doesn't work. No. You, can't, it doesn't, you can't do it. It can't exchange the energy on someone that's not willing to move. So, so let's give them something that's practical. Um, so, like, I've got a technique that... Um, for people that are shy and they, they're scared to put themselves out there. And, you know, like a lot of people get programmed that way. So I get that the schools tell you to sit down and be quiet, mm. you know, and listen and only, you know, be seen and not heard and you can get all that programming in you. And, you know, unless you're spending a lot of time in the, the principal's office, like I did, um, you, because you're an upstart, uh, you know, and disruptive, you know, a lot of people have that fear and I think it's programmed in there, but, so something that I, I, I read, and I think it actually made it may have came from Andy Priscilla actually, he said, um, for people that are scared to put themselves out there to network and to, to get into sales, right? <clears throat> walk down, so when you're walking in the supermarket or you're walking around and you're walking around a, like, and you're walking down the aisle and someone's coming past, you know that point in time when you start to look away and you look down and, you know, they look down and everything like that. Instead of doing that, walk up and compliment them on their shoes or compliment on their bag or just say mm. hi. And, you know, like some people, that'll just fully, like they'll go, whoa. Some people will speak to you and then you might get the odd person to to go and get stuck, you know, mm. and, and that's about them. But what if you did that 20 times a day for a month? Would you now be frightened to reach out to people anymore? Like, because you're going to get all spectrums. You're going to get great responses. You're probably going to get, I don't know, 17 out of 20 would be great responses. Uh, some of like a few will be like one out of 20 might be an F off. Yeah. And then, um, you know, but you know, like, like how, how can you, like, how can you sh- sh- get into the sales, but how can you speak to people? How can they buy from you? How can you serve the world if you don't talk to people? Yes. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, I used to consciously do it. And now I probably just do it unconsciously mm. that, that if you want to be confident on the phone, you've got to be confident in real life. And it's not uh, like I was born with it. Or I wasn't born with it. It's, it's not that at all. Like I was so unconfident. I was, when I was younger, I'm like, damn it. I want to, 
fix this. I want to change this. So then I went out to consciously do things to um, build my confidence. And one of those was a sales job. One of those, I was like, if I keep, if I sell people and I keep getting all this rejection in my mind, I linked up, well, I'm going to eventually get confidence and not care about rejection anymore. But that was huge. Like whether you're on the call or on the sales desk is uh, how are you off that? Are you talking to the barista? Are you striking up conversations with people? Are you lifting people's energy? How are you going about your life? And the, like all these conversations, all these interactions, <clears throat> asking people questions, um, asking people hard questions. Yeah. And then when you get on the phone, it's just who you are. <laughs> so, or like if you're a coach, people that are coaches and then they're not coaches outside. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like I only help people that I can help and that I know I can help. But if you're like only caring in a coaching session, you're not caring outside of coaching, that doesn't make any sense. You, this is who you are. Yeah. So, and you can practice and you can change who you are and you can, you can, you can choose to be confident. You can choose to act confident and, and just be socially interactive. So picking up the phone and talking to someone is not a big deal. And that's like, I love your strategy, but the best one was for me is picking up the phone yeah. and calling someone. And I really, 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 really didn't want to do it. Yeah. And then doing it again and again. And, and again, again, until I feel really good about it. So it's a skill. You're not born with it. You, you, it's a skill that can be learned. And yeah. like, if you just and and the only way you can learn a skill, it's not the only way. The best way to learn a skill is to do it. Like you can you can read all the books under the sun on how to swim, but <laughs> until you jump in the pool and you actually get wet, then that's when you know that's when the improvement starts. Like I, like every business I've done, I've read so many books. But it wasn't until I actually did it. Like I've been trained by amazing people in real estate. But I'll tell you what, I learned way more by actually doing it. Like heaps more. And I think books have got their place and I think everyone should read books or listen to audios or whatever. But like the healing's in the doing. Yeah, most people read the book and then put the book down. That's the wrong way to read a book. Yeah. You've got to read the book and then whatever you got from it, take action on it immediately. So if you're reading a sales book, well, there's no any point unless you're going to be able to apply that to a phone call or, a, yeah. or you're going to start using it. Yeah, I've got a leader um, that I work with and she does trainings several times a week and her closing comment is like, like now take something you learned, you've all taken notes and go do it right now because the training is of no value to you. You're actually, you're actually negatives if you don't go apply it, if you haven't learned something and applied it, you haven't learned it. Oh, that's huge. And it's backwards as well. Like it's actually negatives yeah. because you, people think, Oh, if I don't take anything and use it this time, then I just broke even. That was a cool, nice bit of information. I hope that went in somewhere. I hope that will, I'll use that one day. No, it, it works the other way because you have learned all this stuff. You've put even more energy into your goals. And then when it doesn't work, you develop learned helplessness. You said, I put all this energy, I put all this time, I've learned all this stuff, and I'm still not getting the results. What gives? Yeah. And you go backwards. Yeah. And you become less powerful. You yeah. get less, less, less personal power, less active. Yeah. It's huge, mate. That, that's, that's awesome. So uh, we had a question before uh, on the live like uh, that we're doing, and it was uh, about... Uh, is multiple streams of income still where it's at or do you believe you can channel into one main aspect of your business? Oh, wow. 
So that's this is a can of worms. Uh, this, because is, this is probably the only thing we don't agree on. No, <laughs> you don't even know what I agree on. Um, so, like, so there's a thing. There's there's many different thoughts on this. Uh, what I what I see is in entrepreneurs, there's a lot of people jumping from thing to thing. They're following the shiny, and if they only just sat there and watered the grass where they're at, the grass would be green in their own paddock. Um, if you're talking about um, if you're talking about uh, investing, well, I don't know where you're at in your investing career or your business career. Um, so I'm not the expert on this. This is just general advice, uh, disclaimer. But, uh, you know, investing things that you love and that you're interested in is a great way to go. Um, like, so I don't, I don't really care about precious metals. So me investing there just to make a buck is probably not going to be that good. Um, but I love business and I love, um, love, I love real estate. So that excites me. So I'm going to actually watch it more. Um, and if you're running businesses and you want to run multiple businesses and have multiple streams of income, yeah, that definitely has its place. But really, really, really like what I said at the start, like don't, don't give up one form of income just to like go chasing another one. Like, like keep that other one going you know, and, and stir, stir one pillar of one business so great that you, it's so hot that it won't fall over. So you want to have momentum in it before you go chasing something else. Like yep. if you, if you try to run two businesses that are fledgling businesses, then you, you, you've got, you're probably split and you're probably going to head to disaster because you won't be giving either the, the right, um, the right attention. So, I guess in summation, like if, to give you a real life example, like I have a, I, I'm in multi-level marketing. I love it. I just love the industry. I think it's misunderstood. And do I need to do that 40, 50 hours a week to get success? No, I don't. Like I, I'm, and why don't I? Because I've got other streams of income. I build a business and I've got other streams of income coming in. So that gives me the, the ability to do that. So like if you've got a job, doing it doing a side hustle is like is great you know because that's how you get freedom like don't yeah don't don't throw out the baby with the with the, with yeah, the bathwater yeah, you know yeah yeah exactly i i agree with everything you say i i think what i see mostly and how people are doing it wrong is that they leave one thing to go to another yeah. a bright shiny thing like you said and i think you've got no place in leaving one thing for another um if it's any other reason besides you messed it up. Do you know what I mean? Like I see people to say, oh, I'm not doing that business anymore because it was this person or this system or that thing or this market opportunity or something out there, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't actually exist. And then they go start this new bright, shiny thing and they get a whole new, like the whole same set of problems in maybe different words. And it all comes down to them at the end of the day. So, yeah. like, so like, why are you changing? Like actually find out why you're changing. What, what is the rate like or changing or moving or getting something else? Like, is it because you've mastered one thing and it's become easy? That's cool. Then do something else, challenge yourself and grow. Or are you just changing shit because it's not working and you're not actually owning your response? Like you're not taking responsibility on what you're not doing right. Yeah. So like I, like in my, like a real life example is like I've got um, like I've got a multi-level marketing company and like 
like I've loved it from day one. So that, that was good. Um, not as a business, like as a product. So, um, I've been in the business ever since because I've got the products cheaper. So I was a bit stingy at the start, but I didn't learn the industry well enough. So I, I didn't pay much attention, but throughout that time, because I was successful in other areas, I got, I got prospected a lot by multiple different companies. Like I, I get, I do get prospected and I'm so grateful that people think that I'm worthy of poaching. But at the end of the day, people would say like, Oh, look, it's better over here. It's all this, this and this, you know, come join my team, blah, blah, blah. And I like, at the end of the day, my response back then was, hey, it's not the company. The company is not the reason why I'm not making the money and getting the success. It's, it's not the system. It's not the, it's not the that's upline. A, it's not the people. Sell. That's a weak sell anyway. So if you actually believe that and you jumped across. Hmm. So, so what I said, like, so what I did is I leave the door open yeah. and it's happened recently. And I've got another really great company that I, I believe in the product hugely. And I'm still not jumping across. Um, like I'll never leave the company that I'm in now. Uh, but like I'm not going to add another company to my name in any way, shape or form or any other product. Uh, like until I get to the top of this one. Because like, um, and, and that's just how it is. Because it's not, it's me. It's I didn't do the work. And if I didn't do the work here, jumping to another company and not doing the work is going to yield me the same results. And um that's just how it is. Bro, that's how it is. And that's how it is with business, with the marketing and with the sales. And that's what stuffs people up going back to sales as well. Yeah. Is it's the whole thing is just not taking responsibility. That's what messes people up because then they leave them helpless. If people aren't, if you're not closing deals and you're blaming it on the people, then you, you're stuffed because you can't change them. You can only change how you're approaching them. So it gets back to the old story. Like we've said this in the other results and like, we'll wrap it up soon because yeah. this has been great. But like, they'd be asking why, why am I not getting these people in? Why is the business wrong? Why is this system? Why is everything else apart from me? Why I'm not getting a result? Like why is always a disempowering question? Like if you're not getting the sales mm. or you're not successful in business, ask what has to change? What, what do I need to learn? What's the new skill? What's the new mindset that I can get? What's the education? What's the application I can do? What's the follow through I can do? That's the formula of success. And anyone that wants to say anything different, well, like you're wrong. No, show me your results. No, yeah, well, show yeah. me, show yeah. me where your show, results yeah. are. But it has the results of blaming people and asking why, and getting really good at knowing your problem. Where's the results in that? Like I don't know. I I've tried it personally in my life, and I didn't get the results I liked. Yeah, Blame, <laughs> so blaming others like blaming others and saying they should do this is uh, is music to my ears if you're in competition with me because I know I've already beaten you. I know I'm gonna kick your ass. That's just that it. I'm dropping in. I'm wearing the red shirt. Yeah, you got me there at the end. Like yeah, so that's that's just how it is, guys. So listen, if you if this has been of value, um, like please share it. Uh, we're on Anchor, which and we're across all the uh, different. We, we even hit iTunes the other day. And, iTunes, uh, yeah. Facebook Live, Anchor. Oh, we're, we're going mainstream. Listen, like it's only a matter of time before we're like, like you won't have to watch the news anymore because we're going to have that time slot, all right? So, um, but it has been valuable. Find a way to get this in the hands of someone that you care about. Like, like there's, if people are not getting the success that they want, this podcast will help them because there's just no way you can get the dream life um, in, in reality 
if you are not able to to sell and you know and that doesn't just mean sell goods that means like if you can't sell your partner to go to the restaurant you want if you can't sell your uh, kids to not get on like drugs mm -hmm. like it's everything's a sale mm -hmm. and, and whatever negative charge that's bringing up for you right now if you're hearing that then you got to look at that and and then still make the call or still give it a go and take action on it what's the worst that could happen like the, the literally like I've, i don't know the worst that could happen is when i got rejected i could someone could tell me that i'm ugly and i smell and i've never had that um and i like yeah usually i just get a no because i'm not coming in uh like a like the the typical like they're not even typical it's just the fabrication in people's minds that there's this the sleazy sales guy well if you're just having a conversation with people and you genuinely want to help them people will respond properly don't believe it that there's anything else to that and you know if if someone rejects you in a bad way how do you know they didn't have a bad day like you don't know what the eight hours before your sales call were like for them you know their dog could have just died or something so like to don't attach that response to the rest of your sales call so i don't know Stop taking it personally. Yeah, it's, it's not about you. It's you know you're infinitely special, but you're not any more special than the person sitting next to you. So that's all I'm going to say, mate. Take us home. <laughs> We're done. That's it. Go take some action. Go that's take some action.